The today's Chazara is Daf Kufchav Gilom and Beis. We're starting from the bottom of Kufchav Gilom and Aleph. Sugi is unrelated to Muksa. It was brought in because there was a raya from the Mishnah. Starts of Asubi Yenuka. Rashi says it means straightening out Mahachlik Seder Evarif to smooth out the Seder of the limbs of the baby somehow when the baby is born they have to um, um, relocate the yeah I don't think it's actually like a dislocated joint or anything like that it's uh, I don't know not sure exactly what it is is because of Tikkun Kli like Masak and Gavra not Rafua. And Rav Sheshis holds, because Rashi is saying Rafua is only when it's done with um, with a with a sam, the medicine. Otherwise, there's no Isser Rafua. Other Rishayim learn that Rato Marifua, the point is a Rafua that can't be done with the sam is a discussion of the Gemara. Would that also be Nechel and Nechzeri Rafua? Rashi says it's a Shailaf Tikkun. As I said, Subi Nuka, Ev Nachman Asa, Ev Shesha Shari. Ev Nachman says it's Asa, it's Masakin, Ev Shesha Zmutin. Am Ev Nachman, I mean, where do I get this Masakin? That, you know, you Masakin the person. The Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, Nation Apiktaizim Bishabbos, you can't induce vomiting. And Rashi says it's not for a fool, because it's just, uh, they should eat more. And induce vomiting to eat more. So it's not a fool. So what's the Isser? It's the Isser of Tikkun. It, a person needs, it's, it's like a tikkun, it's like you're straightening, straightening up the stomach that it could eat more. So you see, there's such an issue of tikkun. That's because it's an unusual thing. It's, uh, so we call it a tikkun. It's an unusual thing to do. But if it's a usual thing, so Rashi says, like eating and drinking. You're not asking eating and drinking because of tikkun. So you're not going to ask for any usual therapy that causes a tikkun, it's not a tikkun. Amr of Sheish is normally, how do I know it? Why wouldn't you say that when you take out a splinter, it's tikkun? You see a lot of take out a splinter in Shabbos. Why is it us al tikkun? Or according to other Rishayim, al Rav Nachman hasam pakid, hachalay pakid. Rav Nachman says, because the kites, is not attached to the body. Pocket means it's 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 shamer. It's like a pikadin. It's deposited there, but it's not attached. So it's not called a tikkun. Food in the stomach, vayistais, is like part of the body. Then you're taking it out, so that's a tikkun. But a splinter is not a part of the body. So therefore, taking out a splinter is not a tikkun. Yeah, but like I said, Rishayim learned it's a shah of refuah, and the shah is a ladadu refuah, which can't be done through medicine. That's why, right, do I take out a splinter, or whatever. Okay. Zak the Mishnah Vaita, Kanashal Zaysim. You have a stick, a reed, a hollow reed, like a bamboo uh, stick, and it's used for olives. What do they do? As she says, that when you want to make olive oil, you keep the olives in the matan, in the big kli, and that way the oil gathers up inside of them, right? It gets detached 
So that way, when you crush it, it comes out better. So you're waiting for the olives to get ready, right? See, olive oil making is, a, is an art, like like wine making. You know, it's, I don't know which olives to use, and the whole process thing. It's like a lot of things, exactly what they did. Different processes, how they did it. But anyway, this is one of the things. You keep it in a you keep it in a matan for a while. You store them, even after they're ripe, because they have to. They they uh, go through some natural process. Now she says the oil gathers in them. So how do you tell if they're ready? You get a stick, and you start um, mixing them around, and that's how you could see. So if it has a uh, stopper at the end at the end of the stick. So then makabotuma. Then it's makabotuma. And the question is, why is it called nasla kabbalah? The Gemara explains. The ma'av ain't makabotuma because it's not doesn't have a base kibble. It's a pshutikliates. Pshutikliates are not makabotuma. It has a kashibereisha. It's not a pshutikliates. It's makabotuma. Benkachu benkach nito b'shabes. But in either in either case. You are allowed to carry it on Shabbos because it's a kli, right? Now it could be it's a kli shemachdal iser, right? I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if it, you know, it would sound at best when you're um, when you when you're stirring around these olives to see if they're ready. It would sound like it's at least asa out some seichefzucha. No, I'm saying like uh, even if there's no malacha being done now, but. Uh, Malacha of pressing olives is a malacha, right? It's a malacha of dash, malacha de reisa. It's a business affair, right? So anyway, so maybe it's a kishmak list. That's, that's why it's in this parak, right? It's metal to b'shavis, meaning for kishmak list. It's metal to kufa, like we'll see. So Gemara says, Am I pshutikli etzu pshutikli etzu in a makabotum? How come one has a kasha b'reshe is makabotum? It's still pshutikli etzu. My tama, dummy the sack, meaning you need dummy the sack. That masak matalta mole verekon. A sack is a bag, and a bag you could you can move it when it's empty. You can move when it's full. So kliates is dummy the sack has to be that you move it when it's empty. You move when it's full. So it has to have a kli kibul. Tanimish meidem lechemim b'shashim habak mezaisim. When you're turning over the olives, hayfrei, you turn over the kana verayibai, and you look inside. Because what happens is some of the some of the oil comes out, and it ends up inside this stick. So you turn it over, and you look to see, is there enough oil there? Or maybe you could look at the quality of the oil, right? So you could you could test it that way. So that's why it's not a shudikliyates, it's aymid l'kavala. But it's nidl b'shamis, because the kli... So according to the kli, yields only yeah. Yeah, 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 it could be, but he's talking about like Abba Kabbalah's Tumma. That's what I'm talking about here, yeah. Okay. Now, the ACI Makala Kayam Nitlin, you allow to move any Kayli Chutzman and Messer Agadol, except for a big saw, a saw that's used for beams. And we also show Machrisha, a plowshare. And the plowshare, they have a plow, and, um, you have the the knife of the plow. That's called the plowshare. Why are these worse? Rashi says because you makman on them. The Gemara at the end of the Masechda 
says clearly, he calls it that's the way he uses that expression right? you don't want to use it because it's expensive now it doesn't only mean these scale, it means scale is similar to these scale, right? is a copper keli full of holes which is used by a washer someone who washes clothes right? So the tube shot them, what they used it for, right? You would say simply, you put the clothing in this keli and you pour water on them, right? And that's your washing machine. Just, you'd have to agitate it by hand in those days, right? That's what Rashi says. Rashi says another shot, and maybe this was really after the wash, that they would get a scent in the clothing, right? They would burn some spices underneath uh, the clothing when they're in this keli with the copper holes. And that will give a, a good smell to the clothing. Either way, it's professional equipment. Professional equipment is kiyasa shemachresha. Amar bai a knife which is used by a shoemaker. And also a butcher's knife. And also the axe which is used by a woodchopper. Kiyasa shemachresha dami. Uh, you see, before we had the kardoim and the, and the nagra, right? We had the, the the different things that were cutting the the cheese and the and the dvela, etc. Right? But the pshat is that they're household items. Right? When you have your household, even today, right? When you have your household tools, you keep them in your tool chest. You're not too particular on them. Right? You leave them lying around. You're uh, maybe if you're very uh, very Masudadik a person, you'll keep it very nicely in your tool chest. But even so, people can use it for whatever they want. If they need just a tool for um, any type of activity that they have, you know, just look in the tool chest, what's the most appropriate? That's not Muxmax Sankis. That's Klishmak Delisit. But when you have a professional tool, right? You have a professional. So he keeps his tools the way they should be oiled, you know what I'm saying, maintained. Right, the equipment maintenance is a thing, right? You're not going to allow anyone to to touch it specifically for the for the profession. That's 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 the idea. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan. Originally, they made exer on all kalim except for three. And Taisa says they obviously couldn't only mean three, right? You know, but uh, I had to use plates. And Taisha says it means things that aren't the Klee Kibble, but the Yushayinim say a little easier to understand. It means these Kalim and anything which is even more commonly used than these Kalim. This is like the outer limits. What are the three Kalim? Mekseyesh Odvela, like a knife that you cut the dried figs. Zuomalisterin, a ladle which you get off the, the bad part the zuama of the of the pot of the cooked food and shakleir and sangtana shagabeshulchan and a small knife which you use for cutting bread cutting meat in other words not a big knife that you use in the kitchen the small knife that you use actually by the table those are the three kalim you allowed to use and Taisa says and of course kaisis kairos lechias so he just says because he's an apnei kibul because they're, they're right. 
In other words, any type of kalit which is not used specifically that you need it for actual eating was not allowed to be used on Shabbos. Right? Now, of course, clothing are not included. Right? It means a kalit meaning you know, a more narrow use of kalim, meaning something which is used for practical use. That was exactly. Then, itiru, then they were matter a certain amount, and chazivitiru, and they were matter a second stage, where they matter even more, then chazivitiru, and then they were matter even more. Ad until they got to our Mishnah, kol kalim and talim, shabbos chutzman and meser, agadol v'yasr So, it went in three stages, from all kalim being asr, to only meser, gadol, yasr, makhrisha. Ma'i tiyu v'chazu tiyu v'chazu tiyu, so marzim is a machlaikis amira. Amir abay, hetiyu davash al-maktul hetel tzarech gufay. First stage was, any klish al-maktul hetel is mutter, tzarech gufay. Second stage, v'chazu v'tiyu, davash maktul hetel tzarech makaymay. They made a hetel, of davash maktul hetel again, but only tzarech makaymay. Oh, and then also, and also the, the second stage. No, sorry, the third stage is the third stage is in And the third stage is right. The first stage is Second stage is and and the third stage is Klishmachtel Isl Tzarekufay, but then they were never Matel Tzarekufay. Vadayim biyodei achasim b'shtei yadavloi. But that would only be if you can move it with one hand. What if it's a heavy kale, it needs two hands? Ad she'amru, like a fourth stage, kol ha'kelem nitlem b'shtei yadavloi b'shtei yadavloi. So there was like a minor fourth stage, which is nitlem on the Ad she'amru. Amar Rav HaMechdei Yatiruk Tani, and they were Matel, Matel Tzarekufay, Matel Tzarekufay. They were matter, there's no chilt in Sarah Kufa and Sarah Kufa, that's Rav Ashita. Not sure what the Hechach is, but that's what he says. I don't think there should be any chilt between Sarah Kufa and Sarah Kufa. Rav Ashita, why would Sarah Kufa? They're both Sarah Why should they make a chilt? Okay. So, what did Rav Ashita say? Rav Ashita, 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 and what's the second stage? And then what's the third stage? Right? And what's the fourth ad? Here also, he says, and then you would have said only if one person, doesn't mean not, not one hand and two hands. One person can move it fine. If you need two people, it means it's such a heavy thing. Like let's say you have a a heavy, um, you know, uh, a cabinet, right? Uh, a, a portable closet, things like that, right? A bookcase, right? If you can't move it with one person, so that's already not called a clea. No, everything. I feel the Vishnev and the other. We have that a few places that came up the, more recently to Mutish based Rebbe. There was a discussion, and, you know, Bememadlikan, there was a discussion about, uh, a chalsa, you know, a different... Yeah. Taisa, I think, always brings this Gemara as the Raya, that Lamaskana, we don't have such a restriction. That's the Gemara, Kofagama Beis, Lamaskana, even Shnei B'nei Adam is, um, is Mutter. Eishvei Abaya. So Abaya the Kasha, right? And this Kasha, the, the, the Gemara has three, has really, really, um, four turrets into this, uh, 
really five. Really five. Well, we're going we're to count it up in the regular share. We'll, we'll count up the, all the tzitzim. No, I think four. If it has shum, a meducha means a, a um, what is it called? A mortar, right? You have a big clee which you crush things in it. So if it has, if it has garlic still inside it, metaltonase, it goes like bottle to the garlic. We spoke about that in the previous ship. And the mlav, it doesn't have any garlic, a metaltonase. How can you metaltal it? It's a, it's a clee shumachtal Okay, so you should be able to metaltal it. In other words, I'll tell you the pshat is you can't move it. But what are you going to say pshat? It's very simple, right? Right? You say it's a tzarech mekaymay, so I'll tell you it's mechamel itself. Yeah. And the second, and the same thing, the second question. I'll tell you it's mechamel So you already had two tarutzim beforehand, right? We had the tarutz of Hamani of Nechemihi, and we also had the tarutz of. We also had the tarots of um, that it's covered. It's 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 uh, what's it called? Miachel right? So really, had two tarots beforehand. Other tarots, right? That Mechemi holds that you can't move it, and also Miachel Lemakim. But now we have another tarots that's not talking about Tzarek Kufay. It's either talking about Tzarek Mekaymei or talking about something which a klishemach lisi you can't carry. Yeah, so we'll call this the third tarots. And we'll see, there'll be a fourth tarot. So, Amram Rav Khanina, Bimein Nechemi Mechachali Nishis Mishnah Zu. This Mishnah of Kola Kalim, of, of, um, Gimel Kalim, they told him Bashabis, that, that the Isra of Kalim was said in the days of Nechemi Mechachaliya. Right? Nechachaliya, whatever it is. Nechemiya, the Navi. Right? Ezra Nechemiya. Why? He discusses at the end, at the end of Nehemi, he talks about the different accomplishments that he did and different problems that he had when he first came to Yishalayim right, in order to build the base of Mikdash and build the wall. So one of the things he says is, is that there was a lot of Chul Shabbos going on. That's what he says. And he came and spoke to the people and told them that this is not good. You have to keep Shabbos. And he taught them how to keep Shabbos. Has a few psukim. So the Gemara says, Zenuba Kabbalah, the psukim don't say this clearly, that he then went and asked moving any type of kalim. That would be, that would help the Shmir Shabbos. So that's where this Mishnah was Nishnas. Afterwards they needed so much, it was uh, Shabbos became more, people were more Nizr and Shmir Shabbos. Okay. So the Chazal said, okay, we could be Matter. And it came to what it came.